Welcome y'all to Backwoods Obscura, a podcast dedicated to the lore, legends, and myths surrounding the creatures that may lurk in your backyard. My name's Hewitt. I'm Chris. Oh, how you doing today, Hewitt? Uh, I got vomited on. Oh yeah, I was there for that. Yeah, like 30, 40 minutes ago, or maybe an hour ago at this point, my child decided to force projectile spit up a, a bottle that had been sitting there, and I had to change shirts. Yeah, she seems... uh pretty rowdy today actually she's been pretty good she slept a lot because we went to the the celtic fest over at uh lazar park lazar park however you wish to pronounce it <laughs> uh but we went to that and she slept the entire time so uh she is uh she's up tonight and uh i i, I have wiped my arm down and i've changed shirts i can still smell it uh you know the the joys of parenthood yeah it's just been nine years Ah, true. But we're not here to talk about the joys of parenthood. We're talking... I could. (laughs) Well, you could. I I have dogs, which not really the same, but... Having a fur baby is not that different. You still have your trials and tribulations, like uh, a dog deciding that it's going to shit five pounds in the middle of your floor. Yeah. A hundred pound dog, you know. It, It shits a smaller dog into the room. Yeah. Uh, but no, we're we're here to talk about the Rougarou. Now, this is a silly question because I know we... I, I already know the answer to this. Yeah. Uh, do you know anything about the Rougarou? Yeah, he lives in just in uh, Louisiana, maybe somewhere... About 6162. You can bleep it out later between bleep and bleep. Anyway, yeah, about 62... Long black hair, big beard. Uh, plays D and D with us. Look, Knox, we're not trying to dox you. Uh, it just happened naturally. Hewitt just decided to do that. He's gonna bleep it. Future Chris is gonna bleep it. Okay, so the Rougarou, something that we know about uh, through cultural osmosis, being uh, Louisiana boys. True. Uh, not technically Cajun. Neither one of us are. Yeah. Like, I don't... Do you have any French in you? No. I am all Irish. Just just Irish all the way down. I'm a European mutt plus Mexico. Yeah, it's weird. I, I took a DNA test and it was like, Ireland. It's like, hey, hey, here's your DNA test. You know where they make white people? That's where you were made. Exactly. Um, But we come from a place where... There is a lot of like romanticizing of these tales, and it always kind of makes its way up there. So we've heard a little bit about the Rougarou here in North Louisiana. And any to be fair, anybody that's actually been to the Louisiana Purchase Garden and Zoo, when you go through the alligator and snapping turtle exhibit, you're going to go by a really weird jackalope statue. It used to be a thousand times scarier before Katrina. Uh, then there's whatever they made. Uh, that's there to represent the Ruru that looks like like Pokey from Gumby mixed with a rabbit with glowing red eyes and like like as a kid I remember being way scarier but I think it might have been like my imagination of like that was Swamp Thing well, with well, a spear when you're a kid that shit's way yeah way but worse. now if I'm coming through it's like a wacky inflatable tube man mixed with pool noodles made brown with big old rabbit ears there could have been a, a time when they redid it I'm, I'm thinking that they had to redo it after Katrina. Because, uh, but anyway, if, if you've gone through there, you, you've seen a statue of it. And uh, there's plenty of things here in Louisiana that are connected to that. Like, you got to watch them toes. You got you, you got to put 13 pennies out. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, 13 penny rum from down in South Louisiana, the, the Rougarou rum, the 13 penny is their spiced rum. We haven't had that in a minute, but it was good. I haven't had, like, hard liquor in a minute. I, I'm in my 30s. You're nearly in your 40s. Uh I, I stick to softly. What 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 is beer called? Liquid bread. Liquid bread. I stick to liquid bread. But I mean, technically, if you drink a beer, you have nearly endless soup, salad, and breadsticks. Because especially if the spices make it the right way. That is true. But for those of you who don't know, the Rougarou is basically the Cajun werewolf. People call it the Cajun werewolf, but as we're gonna go through now. It's not actually... It, it's hard to call it really a werewolf in the traditional sense, at least. Um, so, first off, 
let's let's go over like where it came from. Uh, the the Rougarou is a derivative of Lugarou, which is a French pronunciation. Right. And that's that's actually what I got some research on, but uh, because I mean, this is one of the few times when we do this. It's not one of us telling a story to the other one. We both have info on this one. Yeah, and you have all the information on. Not all. Not all. Well, you have all the information in terms of like the re- the scant research we did. Like, just to be clear, we could make like a four-hour episode on the Rukuru, but and still not even dip our toes anywhere near the deep end of this. Yeah, because I mean, here's the deal: you and I are coming from you know random redacted direction of Louisiana. The, the vaguely northern end. See, see I, I said redacted so you wouldn't have to believe what, what area. Oh, damn it. <laughs> anyway. Now I hear Freya like, why'd you say that? Uncle Chris, why? Why? Anyway, it, it's, we don't, we know about the Rougarou through research and stories and the, the bull crap that makes it up here with the LSU merchandise in a box. Uh, but... The big thing is, is that down south, there are people who legit believe in this cryptid Mm -hmm. and they will tell their kids to be afraid of it. Mm -hmm. And as much as we joked about Knox, there is somebody in New Orleans that's a tangential friend that uses, that literally has Knox in their cell phone as the Rougarou so he can show it to his sons. And the thing is, if you don't act right, I will call the Rougarou right now. Yeah, and the thing is, when it comes to this, even if you don't necessarily believe in it, and you're going to hear us a lot talk about Louisiana skepticism, which is... I believe it, but I ain't going to try to go prove it wrong. Yeah. Uh, there are a lot of people who don't necessarily believe it, but they're going to act like it's true just because they don't want to test it. And it's had an effect on the culture to the extent that... Even if people don't realize they're acting in that way, they it, it, it still has like a cultural it has its fingers all I mean, over the culture. I mean it's it's like the phrase gonna get them toes. Yeah. Gr- a momma might tell somebody gonna get them toes and they know you're talking about the Rougarou, the boogeyman. Or and this is one of the things I didn't realize the first time I went to New Orleans as an adult on my own, that there are people who put thirteen pennies like they have them glued or cemented into the doorstep of their property. Like that that's like the horseshoe above the door kind of thing. And there's uh there's like sayings that came like I made the rougarou last night, which sounds like sounds very dirty. <laughs> it's I, I made the rougarou last night. We don't talk about that in church, Peter. <laughs> but it actually just means you couldn't sleep. Just means you had a messy night's sleep. Uh, you know, I kind of, I kind of like that phrase. I made, I met the Rougarou. Or I made the Rougarou. Yeah. To explain why I didn't sleep well last night. That, that, that's actually a really. I, I'm glad you included that. And the thing is, it's also, as we're going to get into it, we're going to talk about things where the Rougarou actually influenced things, like obviously tales, like folk tales, all, always have a point to them. Like you don't go out in the woods. Because the fae will get you. You don't you don't touch strange animals because something will happen. There's always an underlying reason well, that's that's more grounded in quote unquote real life. But well, it, it's there's a lesson, like you don't touch that strange dog. Yeah. Also, let's be fair, you don't go out in the swamp at night. Yeah. It, but here's the deal, you tell a kid, you tell anybody, don't go out in the swamp at night. Okay, we're Americans. That's not yeah. doxing ourselves. You tell me I can't go out in the swamp at night. There's a tiny part I'm, I'm of me. I'm gonna go out the fucking swamp. I know, right? Like, there's a tiny part of me that goes, "I'm gonna do it." I, yeah, especially if there's a little bit of liquid bread in there. It's like I, I'm, I want to go see what's out in that swamp tonight. Oh, so I'm just gonna say that like the most American trope and trait is gonna be pettiness. True. It, it's just like you're gonna sit here and tell me I'm not gonna go out in the swamp. Fuck you. I'm going out in the swamp. And then you realize why you are not going out in the swamp. It's like, oh no, oh no, my entrails, they're everywhere. No, I think it's more of, that a snake. 
Oh yeah, there's also snakes. Yeah. The, but here's the thing: general before, wildlife. Before we get into alligators and before we get into snapping turtles and all the other mean creatures that live in the swamp, mosquitoes and snakes are enough to make me go, uh, you know what? Mama's right. I ain't going out in the swamp tonight. Because mm-hmm. uh, uh, have you ever been chased by a water moccasin? No. I have. No, thank you. I, I mean, I've encountered water moccasins. I've encountered copperheads. I, I don't, like, I was at a safe distance. You know, you do the whole, uh, I'm a back away or stomp or whatever. Uh, no, no, here's the thing about water moccasins. Uh, they Leroy Jenkins everything in their fucking life. So the, the one time I met one at Boy Scout camp, it decided that I was its bitch for 150 feet. I don't know. It might have been 150 feet. I ran for a hot minute as a little kid. And I'm probably exaggerating it now because little kid, like... Oh, no. Like, when you're a little kid, that goes... Like, I, I ran I ran for a fucking millennia. Yeah. But anyway, let's get into what is the Rougarou. Okay, so we said it is... I think we've rambled for a bit, but we said it is yeah. the Cajun werewolf. But uh, the main thing about it is that it's not... Because there isn't really wolves in Louisiana... It's actually kind of taking on a nature that is a little bit different. For one, a lot of the shape-shifting qualities of it, uh, in terms of lycanthropy, have been more dog-like. For instance, the big tail with the uh, Rougarou is the fact that it is uh, a dog that might harass someone until you attack it. So what you're telling me is that the Rougarou could just be a big-ass Catahoula cur. Yeah, it just might be a Catahoula cur, or it might be a mutt that's, like, harassing you. Artax is the Artax is the Rougarou. Artax? I hope he's not the Rougarou. I think he's a little bit dumb to be the Rougarou. No, 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 no. The person who became the Rougarou that is now your Artax might not have been that bright. Look, he's still, got, he's I, still a Rougarou. I got Artax when he was, like, an itty-bitty baby. Like, an itty-bitty pupper. Like, so, I don't know. You never sent that itty bitty pupper to school, so why are you surprised that this possible Rougarou is not that bright? God damn it! Uh, Louisiana public school system strikes again. Hey, that's why the Rougarou can't count past twelve. That's true. Okay, so we talked about the uh, wolf aspect, and there are other things that uh, the Rougarou is said to turn into. T- tell, tell me about. Them. Tell me what the Rougarou can turn into. Well, okay, so I mean, okay, so one. Obviously, the skunk ape is something that shows up. Like, there is obviously going to be, like, a little bit of a parallel between giant Bigfoot-like creature and... Large bipedal beast man type situation. Yeah, so there's a little bit of that, but also there's a little bit of mixture into Native American tales, which we're not going to get too far into because I don't feel comfortable doing that, but... Well, I mean, it's... We'd have to do a whole lot more research to give that the respect that it deserves. Obviously, yeah, yeah. A white rabbit is known. Uh, so the trickster. Yeah. So it's like from like the cursory research I did. Like I, I couldn't spend too much time with this, but from the research I did, like the uh, rabbit was a a big one. You also had ones where it was like a headless person. There was ones where it was a tree. Just. Any sort of animal you would find in the swamp, you would see it. There is a... Oh, uh, yes. The, the great natural Louisiana creature of the headless swamp man. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, like, the thing is with the Rougarou is that it takes up any sort of lore or legend and kind of absorbs it. Which, one of the things I find interesting about it. It's kind of a catch-all Cajun folktale. Like, a lot of people say it's like a Cajun werewolf, which one of the reasons why we decided to do this podcast is because of the Rougarou. And, like, seeing it as a footnote, we, we talked about this before, but people kind of just, like, you talk about lycanthropy, you talk about werewolves, you talk about, like, wolfmen, and then, like, there's a little footnote right there that says Rougarou. It's like, Rougarou is a lot more than that. And it has a lot more flavor than people let on. True, but let's be fair. In Louisiana, unless it involves the saints, we're used to being ignored. Or our politicians getting caught in a scandal. Yeah. Yeah, we're uh, 
middle of two of those. Okay, things that are known in Louisiana. Cajun culture. Sort of. Zydeco music. Yeah. Food. 100%. Corrupt politicians. Loud corrupt politicians. Yeah, like yeah. We, we had one that when he got caught with a million dollars in a deep freezer under a deer carcass, as he said, he liked to keep his assets frozen. That's true. That's true. We're, uh, also, we had a governor that fell in love with a stripper. Not, not to... You, you know, a long time ago, I was looking at moving to Illinois, and they, and they were like, "Yeah, our politicians are corrupt." And I'm like, "Did you ever have a politi- <laughs> Did you ever have a politician that was committed to an insane asylum, but because they were still governor, fired the head of it because it was a state-run facility, hired someone else to say they had a clean bill of health, then continued to have an affair with a stripper from Texas? Which I'm not 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 disparaging sex workers, but uh, let's just say Uncle Earl." Walked around without pants on more than once, and it wasn't just with her, and it was in the governor's mansion while he was having meetings because that man had dementia. We have okay, so let let, let let's dial it back here. Yeah, I'm sorry, we're going we, we're more into going into Louisiana history than we are into Louisiana lore. <laughs> I mean, we could talk about Louisiana politicians for like a whole other, podcast. which might be their own cryptid. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Okay. I'm not wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. No, no, you're not wrong, but we're here for the Rougarou. So, the Rougarou has many forms, but we always know the form is a wolf-like form. Now, the thing is, it's not always like a wolf man, like, you know, guy covered in fur, you know, all that. We're going back more towards the traditional werewolf, where they're more of that they're human that turns into a canid. Yeah, it's that... And if it's going to be like a bipedal sort of creature, it's just going to be like a normal looking man, if a little bit hairier, with like a wolf head. Okay, you're talking... Oh, we're going like old school lycanthrope. Yeah, so there's that, and there's the one you talked about, which is like, it just turns into like a wolf. In this case, it would be a Uh, dog. A wolf. A wolf. A wolf. It would turn into a dog because, again, we do not have wolves in Louisiana. Uh, we do have foxes, but that's besides the point. We used to have buffalo. Oh, God, a were buffalo would be terrifying. Mm-hmm. There is one thing about the Rougarou that is uh, that people often talk about that is pervasive through everything, which is red eyes. Which is, of course, every every fucking creature in the swamp has some sort of eye shine that is either red to orange. I mean, or that, that's yellow. just that's just the retina. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, it has red eyes, except for the headless. One. I don't know. I it don't has know red eyes, but they're in a different place. Yeah, you're like we're, we're hitting into Junji Ito territory with that one. Yeah, you're like, oh, where's the head? And then it's behind you, and it's like a Crusoe or a Crusoe or whatever it is. Or like a Dulahan. Yeah. But, so what do you know about the lore in terms of what is, like, okay, so we went over, like, the appearance, but do you know anything about, like, the lore of the Rougarou as a creature? Oh, I mostly know it from boogeyman stories from folks down south. I don't yeah. know a lot of the actual lore. Uh, I mean, the main thing I re- looked into, and it'll be whenever uh, it fits in here or whenever you're done. You know, I, I, that, that sounds like an asshole line. Um, but whenever, like, I mostly looked into its forebear in France. Okay, so let's let's go over, like, the forebear in France real quick. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, uh, let's see. This comes from uh, the internationalwerewolf.com and a couple other like Nat Geo and a few other places like it seriously finding like the internationalwerewolf.com online made me laugh because it still had like the old school like Geo sites look but the loop guru which you can see loop guru turning into rougarou very easily very easy because Cajun France is or Cajun French is the yes, best Cajun France Cajun France we've uh, taken over France it's ours boys you think Knox would not do that right now if he had the option? Oh, I would help him. Oh, I'd, I'd love to. There's like if we could take over France and just like make it just Cajuntopia and let Europe know what freaking jambalaya is. Okay, I'm gonna say this: if we could introduce Europe to actual fucking Mexican food. Not. Anyway, back to the point. 
Uh, Loop Guru is just a French werewolf. Uh, and for the most part, they were a cursed man. And I think this might go over into the, the Ruguru. Like, yeah. it's just a dude that got cursed. Uh, so, uh, let, let's compare notes here. Uh, did the curse last about 101 days? The curse lasted 101 days or a year and a day? I like that one. That is a very fey thing for a year and a day. So, uh, okay. You could get cursed to be a loop guru by making a loop guru bleed. That is a big thing in Rougarou lore. Uh, the biggest thing is what you would see with the Rougarou is that it would take the form of a dog and harass someone on the street. So it would go up to you, start barking at you, trying to bite you, and when you tried to attack it or true blood, it would turn back into a person and be like, yo, you can't speak about this for 101 days or a year in a day. And then, fuck off. So you get Babadooked. You get Babadooked? And, and then you're just sitting there like, oh, God, I can't talk about this. And then you're going to have, like, nightmares and shit. And you're going to worry about... You're just going to have the anxiety about, you know, dealing with the fact that, like, a dog turned into a person, which is now you know is a Rougarou. Let's legit put this, like, like okay, let's, like, from a horror movie fan standpoint, we would write that off as bullshit. Yeah. However, think about it from a normal person perspective like that dude that dog became a dude and walked off until you can't talk about this that's gonna make you a little crazy like yeah. i feel like if we're playing call of cthulhu that's a all right roll the d4 that's yeah how much sanity you lose um now the next thing is uh reasons to become a rude group uh you could be a bad christian well bad catholic uh, I, I just yeah you're right uh you could not confess at easter and become a, a loop guru well that the thing is it's like it's a little bit more obscure from what I saw with the uh, with when it comes to being like a bad Catholic. Uh, it's either not be a faithful Catholic, which is very vague, or the biggest one is breaking Lent or not following Lent for seven oh, years. Oh shit! Then we're both Rugerus. Yeah, we're both Rugerus now. Like, anyway. I mean, I wasn't Catholic to begin with, but you know. Me either, but like tan, uh, like not tangential. I use that word too much, like distant I, I am the heathens that got accepted as sort of a sort of like legit <laughs> being raised protestant but uh okay other ways to become a loop guru so we've established if you draw blood yeah we have established if you don't if you don't confess it easter if you're just in general bad christian or lint uh if someone like walked out of the woods and hands you a wolf belt yeah uh that's that's not on my list uh, that's I, I, I just love the fact that there's someone that's like, here, wear this wolf belt. Uh, this is technically considered a hexen wolf. Wear this hexen wolf belt. Yeah, well, no, it's okay. going to make think, you look I think, sexy. I think hexen wolf is actually a German phrase, but it's uh, one of the oldest versions of lycanthropy, named after uh, King Lycan. From what the dude, the dude who fed Zeus like a dead person, and Zeus is like, "Bro, I am the king of the gods, and you fed me a people. Fuck you, you're a wolf now." Wow, this goes okay. So it is kind of weird how we can we can trace this legend from where we live in Louisiana all the way to Greece. Well, here's the thing: is and probably every, before. Well, here's the thing: is even all the way back to Proto Indo Europeans. If you go back in most myths. There is a shifter, and one of the scariest things for us, because it was our natural predator for so damn long, was a wolf. The other one's a snake, which is probably where we get dragons from. But, let's see. Uh, da, ba, 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 let's Babby. See. Yeah, there was curse. You could be cursed. Yeah, uh, well, okay. So, you could be cursed. This is another vague one on on, on the uh, Louisiana side, which is witchcraft. Yeah, or the, the, crossroad. Oh, and we're going to talk about crossroads later. I, I, got, I got some thoughts. Yeah, so, like, crossroads are a big thing in the South, uh, as well as witchcraft. Like, I think, well, I mean, even you, outside of voodoo. Yeah, well, you've, uh, like, uh, I, I did an audio, uh, audio story for Knox that got put into an audio book. Rougarous can be created by a powerful witch, mm. and they use them as a tool. But... No, let's see. So you can get bitten by one. Wait, we're used to that with werewolves. You get yeah, bitten yeah, by yeah. a werewolf, you become and, and, a werewolf. And that, that's, a, that's a thing in this one, obviously. Easy peasy one. 
Let's see. Uh, another one. Sleeping outside on Wednesday or Friday? I didn't see that in in the curse lore here. <laughs> Apparently, like, I, I don't know if a tent counts, but, like, if you go camping on Wednesday or Friday, you can become a loop group. We, we've gone camping on Friday. Yeah, we're, we ain't turning into wolves. Okay, so we're not Rougarous, so... Uh, there's a special Italian beer that can turn you into one. I wouldn't mind finding that just to see if it tastes good or not. I mean, if anyone has it, let us know. You could drink foot water. We're not drinking that. You could totally get the uh, get the, the Internet Influencer Wolf's foot water and turn into... Uh, if you no. drink water out of a wolf's footprint is, uh, is how that one goes. Yeah, we're not doing that. Um, you could also drink Magical Wolf Goo. I... Wolf goo. It, it, okay, I wrote it down like that because it sounds funny. You could get a potion to do this. You you could find a werewolf potion. That doesn't make it sound better. A werewolf potion versus wolf goo does neither one's. Or or <laughs> or here's one. Here's one. Satan. Okay, so Satan. I mean Catholicism. Satan pops up. Yeah, sure. Satan is kind of on my list. But uh, vaguely, again, like the thing is, what I've noticed when I was researching this, it's kind of like a vague notion of like, and I'm, I'm just going to go back to my personal experience when it comes to like what I know about the Rougarou is the fact that uh, the Rougarou was more of a boogeyman for me. It was not like right. a curse, which was what initially made me interested in doing this. It was actually... Pretty surprising to see that this was a curse sort of thing, but also not in the way I thought it was going to be. I thought it was just going to be a normal lycanthropy thing, but again, like the biggest thing that you see with the Rougarou is if you fuck with like a wild animal that's fucking with you, you decide to attack it. That is the thing that gets you. That's a big thing, which goes back to the idea of this being like a cautionary tale. Don't fuck with wild animals that might be acting weird. Right, but it also hits that kind of thing. And I don't know if it was Babadook or It Follows. Was that the movie, It Follows? Yeah, It Follows. Is that you passed it on to somebody else? Yeah. Yeah, it, there's it, a little bit of that. It's kind of, well, here's the thing is like, that's a modern tale. But the big thing is, is that if you can get, you know, like the, the concept of I'm cursed, I'm going to pass the curse on. Uh, that plays in a lot of things that kind of hits on a, a like it, it's a fear of even if I'm defending myself, I could have a issue. Yeah, there's a little bit of that. The curse itself always seems to have a idea where it is a cautionary. So in relation to the idea that a creature is pestering you, instead of like attacking it, you want to run away. This is something that you see with rabies. Okay, so with rabies, anything that is trying to attack you or like acting funny... Obviously, we know how dogs act. Uh, any nocturnal creature that is out in the sunlight, we're like, why is it out? That's very suspicious. You don't fucking approach it. Right. This this sort of legend kind of lends itself to that idea where don't, don't fucking approach a dog that's trying to attack you. You get the fuck away from it. Uh, especially if it's acting funny or acting off. But... Let's go into how you protect yourself from the Rougarou. Do you oh. have anything about the Lugarou? Yeah, I got some remedies for the Lugarou. Uh, well, I got some remedies for the Rougarou, and I'm I I think I should go first. Yeah, that, that, that's fine. Because uh, uh, some of mine are some of mine are pretty mild, all the way to murder. Oh, that works. Let's be fair. If there's like a throw salt at it and it goes away, that's fine. But like, let's let's look at vampires. I throw rice on the ground and it's handled for a minute because it's got OCD and it's got to count it. Hmm. Or I have to stab it in the heart with an ashwood stake, cut its head off, shove a brick in its mouth, put its head into a river and let it drift into the ocean and then burn the heart and drink the ashes. That's a strigoi. That is an <laughs> elaborate dealing with a creature type bullshit. Okay, so we've already gotten the put 13 of anything down. It likes 13 of anything? No, 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 I think it said it doesn't like 13 because it gets to 12 and has to recount. Oh, it's the Louisiana education system. Or it's a 12-hour day, or there were 12 apostles, I don't know. It's one of those, it's one of those. But 
that is something the Lugaru has. Also, I have the colander. Colander on the door is a is, is a thing, you know, the holes and everything. Oh man, there's so many holes in there. There's so many more than twelve. Uh, I mean, murder is is definitely on the list on how to get rid of a Rougarou. <laughs> uh but the thing is when it comes to murder, look, okay. Don't, okay, don't listeners at home. Don't <laughs> don't don't murder a suspected Rougarou because one, it's a crime. <laughs> that's how you go to jail. That's how you go to Angola. That's how that's how you go to Angola and be like uh, a a fucking prisoner slave, and two, you know that's not gonna get rid of the Rougarou because you're gonna be the Rougarou because like murdering a Rougarou just passes it on to you. Okay, the way you're making this sound, Chris, is that if you're the Rougarou, you just want to be in the movie Battlefield Earth. That way, when you die, you finally get peace. I I never. How do you know that much about the fucking Battlefield Earth movie? One of the big things to prevent the curse is putting a swamp leaf in your wallet. That is very fey. That is that is very summer. Well, well we that's already very, that's, that's very seely. Yeah, we already went with the whole year and a day or 101 days. I like which is a very fey thing where it's like very specific, oddly specific. It's not, it's even with 101 days, it's not usually said in a way where it's it like. It usually says 101 day. No, it, it's usually 100 days plus one. Like, it's a weird contractual thing. Yeah. And, it, and it's said in a way where it feels like you have to read it again to make sure you know what you're saying or else you're going to be. Just swallowed in by something. That's you every mean. contract with the Fae. Yeah. So, yeah, there's that. Don't disbelieve in the Rougarou is a big one. Like, if you believe in the Rougarou, you're uh, you're usually safe from the Rougarou. So, skeptics, you're dead. Don't come to Louisiana. We need to make a horror movie off of that. Like, everybody that doesn't believe in the Rougarou are the ones who get attacked. But there's like that one dude, the Rougarou's real, and he don't get killed. Yeah, he's just like, I see them red eyes out there. I'm good. Y'all have fun. And okay, let's, okay, let's be fair. Uh, if we were to cast a movie like this, uh, the guy who played Finn in Star Wars, he's the one that's like, yo, the Rougarou's real. Y'all don't need to mess with that. And then a bunch of fucking white people. Here's the thing I'm going to say. It depends on what you're talking about, because if it's a bunch of people like like me and you... Go out into the woods. It's like, you know, the Rougarou isn't real, but we're going to go out there and see. And then we see some red eyes and, you know. Some oh, that bait. shit's real. <laughs> it's like, oh, you know what? I'm not going to test this. Again, Louisiana skeptic. Not going out there. I don't, I don't believe that the La Lurie Mansion is haunted. I ain't going in it. Yeah. It, it, it's like the Rougarou probably isn't real. But I'm not going to sit here and and test it. I'm not going to sit here and, like, throw a middle finger out into the swamp, into Arcadiana, and be like, fuck you, Rougarou, eat my dick, and then... Because it would. Yeah, and th suddenly I'm dead, and vi my viscera is everywhere, and my my mom is going to be like, oh, Chris, what, what, what the fuck did you do? And she I'm over here going, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He just decided not to believe in the Rougarou. I saw it coming. I was like, Chris, it's real. It's real. And he's like, nah, it's not. Nah, it's not. And the Rougarou looked at me and go, shh. And then Chris was gone. Yeah, that would be my fate. That would that would be the end of the, the Chris story right there. But yeah, that is the protection from the Rougarou right there. Um, again, like simple stuff. We have some vampire-like uh, things in here with the rice and the beans. But let's be fair though the reason those things always pop in those type of stories is because everybody in south louisiana got rice and beans yeah true. i got rice and i'm in i'm not in south louisiana and i got rice and beans right now but the thing is again with the curse it's kind of obscured on what it actually is well isn't that the best part of a scary story is you have no clue what happened mm -hmm. well the thing is it's like i think the point of the rougarou is to try and get people our kids specifically to understand that there are certain things that will harm you and that you need to be aware of 
So when it comes to the curse of the Ruger. Okay, so don't go out there and like if there's something messing with you, if there's a wild animal out there being aggressive, don't engage with it. When it comes to the Catholic faith, be good on Lent. Uh, make sure to show up to mass, things like that. The colander on the door or things like the 13 coins and everything might just be more of a superstition thing, but it also shows... It's uh, also doable is the big thing. Yeah, it, it it's also a thing that you can say, hey, go do that, make sure it's done, now we're safe. It gives something for kids to do in order to make them feel a little bit safer, and it also puts a little bit of fear in them to to not go out into the woods and fuck off and accidentally kill themselves which to be fair is easy to do in a swamp yeah i mean okay so we don't live in the swampiest area but there are swamps around here where 200 yards is a swamp yeah like you could definitely um easily drown or get swallowed up by something here break an ankle or a knee walking through cypress knees oh i forgot to say i forgot to say one of the things that the you can contract the curse to and i kind of missed it because it's just such a silly one but if you look into the eyes of a ruguru you gotta love that like medusa-esque gorgon stare werewolf yeah so i i didn't really i kind of overlooked it just because it's kind of silly that is one of the ways to become a ruguru if you're uh coming face to face with the ruguru and you just stare at it uh that's one of them i i I have to assume that's born out of anxiety well it's not just that is like if there is an animal that is aggressive to you Making direct eye contact with them is not always a great idea. That is true. I didn't think about that. Uh, Because, like, with humans, eye contact can mean something along the lines of respect. With other animals, direct eye contact, or even, like, we smile to show each other affection. So, you know, you show your teeth to something else. Oh, shit. You know, maybe we can direct eye contact with certain creatures is kind of that way. Because I know with dogs... It can go either way with a lot of, with uh, stray dogs because I got some in this neighborhood, and mm. uh, there's some of them. You make direct eye contact, and they're like, "All right, I'm doing the math. You're bigger than me. I'm backing off." There was one dog in this neighborhood for a while that it decided he made eye contact with you. Uh, you're, you're its itch. You're, you're its itch, and it's going to take care of you. Oh uh, lord! It, that 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 one was taken by. Uh, that one was picked up by. The Humane Society. But uh, I've got some remedies for a loop guru. What remedies do you have? Uh, a good mama scolding. If you if you scold the loop guru hard enough, especially if it's the mother or a blood female blood relative of the loop guru, if you scold it hard enough, it will stop being a werewolf. So you just got to be like, stop it. All three names. Stop being a werewolf. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next one that's uh, exhaustion. So you could take the wolfie for walkies until it can't wolfie no more. Okay, so exhaustion. Anyone can die from exhaustion. Though. It's not. It's, it doesn't kill them. You just if you take a root a loop guru and you walk them too hard, they'll go back to being human because they don't have enough energy to wolf it. Too many calories. I mean, also the loop guru is not like the uh, the bipedal wolf man that we know of. This a loop guru is you turn into a straight up wolf of the human mentality. Uh, let's see, other ones, wolfbane. So we get the wolfbane in your face. Uh, you get a priest to do an exorcism. Okay, so basic stuff. Basic, uh, let, let's, let's, move the, let's, move mo- let's move to moderate. You put nails through their hands and put them onto a tree. Uh, uh, okay, so wait, nails through the, ha- like, crucifying? Or? No, 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 like you put right hand down, left hand down, and nail them to the side of a tree. That's, that, I'm. <laughs> and you do it, you have to do it above the head. That's going to kill anybody. Well, it's not going to kill them. It's just like, here's the deal. You put a nail, like, you put a nail, like, and I'm talking like, not not like the nice nails we have now. We're talking about the, uh... Not, not the, the fucking liberal nails. No, nah, I'm talking about the, 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 uh, pyramidal nails of the old days. Like, the ones that were like a good quarter of an inch at the base at the rounded knot that was the tail end of it. And so it just had four, four layers that went into the side of the damn thing. 
if it went all the way through, you hammered it flat, so like you made a fucking rivet out the bitch. Yeah, you could do that. You could you could like pseudo crucify them. Um, that seems silver bullets, silver sword, or a silver weapon. Sometimes it has to be ancestral silver, so like you turn mama's earrings into a musket ball. Or we could get to the really extreme when you stab someone in the forehead with a knife. Again, we're we're talking about things that will kill you anyway. But yeah, you could straight up stab someone in the forehead with a knife and that would cure their werewolfism. For some reason, I'm just picturing this as like a butter knife. Just someone that's just like... You you know, I feel like someone in Florida attempted this because remember there was Excaligator in the news for a while. The the alligator in Florida that had a freaking like uh, buoy knife sticking out of his forehead. It's like if you draw the knife from the Excaligator, you become the king of Florida. I I didn't know about this, but I, you I know what? You, it's really hard to say this doesn't track. Uh, there there is nothing in from what I saw that was like that. Nothing as extreme as what you decided to bring to the table. Well, that's because uh, the Loop Guru is an old, old, old like going back to the medieval era stories and medieval solutions require. Or sorry, a medieval problem requires a medieval solution. And they are extreme by today's standards. Yeah, the thing is, it's like, when it comes to the solution for the root guru, it's mostly just, don't talk about it. Right. So, uh, tell me, uh, about any sightings, any encounters with uh, the root guru? Are you attacking me right now? No. Are, well, the thing is, I'm it's not, like... I'm not saying you personally. I'm talking about, like, did do you have any... Okay, so, here's the thing. We've talked about... You got to see this picture of this nice Rougarou that I have a picture of from... Ikea. It's an Ikea rug. No, it's not an Ikea rug. It it was like from 1993. Uh, <laughs> to be fair, that is good for 93 technology. Like, 93 didn't have the internet. 93 didn't have computer... Okay, 93 okay, did have computer so games. In, in the 90s, a woman in De Ritter took a picture of some roadkill which was an unidentified body of a creature a lot of people call it uh the rougarou uh i i'm looking at it it is a very very unidentified creature it's a black bear it it, it could be a black bear it could be a malamut it could be a uh mastiff it could be a um it could be the black rug from Ikea that they use it, for it all could the actually, night watch like, Okay, I'm looking at it. It could be a black bear, actually. It actually looks like a picture. Okay, am I am I the only one seeing this? It looks like it could be a picture from, like, Texas or some shit. Because that doesn't look like... Well, here's the deal. That, that could be the side of a Louisiana road. That could be the side of any road. But it's kind of like the picture of the rake that circulates even around today after 15 freaking years of that image mm-hmm. being created. Like, I caught this on my trail cam in South Louisiana. I caught this on my trail mm-hmm. cam in Barcelona, Spain. I'm like, do you have trail cams in Barcelona, Spain? Yeah. But the thing is, there's a lot of... Uh, there is a lot of uh, roadside, quote-unquote, encounters with the Rougarou, obviously, because there's a lot of people traveling, and then Mm -hmm. they see something on the road, and obviously they go to the first thing in their head. There's a road down south uh, past Homa called Bayou Sally Road. It's Highway 57. It's called the most haunted road in Louisiana, but it's also known for sightings of the Rougarou. So you're saying road trip. Yeah, someday we got to do a road trip. Uh, I don't know how I feel about going that far down south, but we'll see. I'm, a, I'm on it. I'm, I'm good for it. The road connects Dulac to Chauvin, Louisiana. Okay, for anyone that isn't from the south, that's that's basically you're in the water. You're, you're, you're surfing at that point. You have a fan boat. You, you are, you are just. In wetland. There you is nothing are wetland. Else. Yeah. I mean, it's nice areas. People are probably good. Like, I'm not going to disparage it. But yeah, that road, like a lot of, quote, haunted roads, is pretty windy. I looked at it on Google Maps, and it's it's a little bit more open than it used to be. No, uh, they, they've cleared out the sides of it. 
Well, it's not just that. Unfortunately, you know, it's a couple hurricanes. Well, it's that far south to have a problem with. Oh, ocean reclamation. Yeah. So there's a lot of that area that's been reclaimed by the ocean or by the Gulf, I should say. So it's not as swampy as it used to be down there, unfortunately. Support conservation, people. But yeah, aside from that, there are a lot of roadside stuff, like a man who saw a calf on the road that turned into a person. That is a thing. So the roofer can turn into a cow? Well, we already we already established that the Rougarou can be anything. But that's a Rougarou true. can be a tree. The Rougarou can be a headless person. The Rougarou can be a rabbit. It can be a fox. It can be... Well, hold on, hold on. Does that mean the Rougarou could be a Bucky's? The Rougarou is a Bucky's. All right, that's actually, canon now, y'all. Chris, Chris just made it canon. The Rougarou is the a Bucky's. The Rougarou is just... It's actually the embodiment of Bucky's, which is weird because Bucky's is known for a tech for Texas, actually. So hold on, that means like you're in the swamp. I'm saying you, be- boy, do you believe in me? Yes, sir. Here's some beef and nuggets, and then just walks away. Oh my god, that's the most terrifying thing is we made Bucky into a cryptid and made it a game. So closing thoughts. Well, oh, oh, hold on, I got I got a sighting of the Loop Guru. Oh, you got a sighting of the loop? Yeah, I got a sighting. I'm so sorry. Go ahead. Uh, is the uh, you've heard of this because we've watched Brotherhood of the Wolf? Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. The now. Beast of Gevadon. I got most of this information from Matt Geo. Uh, in 1764, you had Jean Bolet, and uh, she was attacked by a wolf. Uh, she survived, but there were more frequent attacks over three years. A hundred confirmed kills. Uh, so whatever this thing is, it had a hundred confirmed kills over three years. Uh, wolves got blamed because, of course, Europe's going to blame wolves. Because why wouldn't we blame wolves? They're our oldest adversaries other than the snake. And for the most part, snakes aren't that gigantimous. Yeah. Uh, have you seen a wolf? Yeah. At, at the very least, a wolf is going to have friends. And Well, it's not even that. Let's just take a single wolf. Like, I am just under or at six foot if I stand up straight, and depending on the gas station I walk out of. Yeah. Uh, a wolf's shoulders are almost at my hip. Yeah, so a wolf is wolf is pretty scary. Uh, and I, I went to Celtic Fest today, and they had wolf hounds, and somebody had, like, a standard wolf hound. And that little sweet, sweet baby girl just loved on me and was like just shy of my hip and such a wonderful. And then someone else brought a full wolfhound. That Bocephus is what I'm naming that one. And uh, that one's shoulders were above my hips. Like he was a big boy. And he was solid. Like Emily goes, you still want one of those? Yes. She goes, that is literally bigger than me. And I go... It can be a battle mount for children. No, actually, it can't. Never never put a child on a wolfhound. They're very skinny, kind of like a greyhound. But I love those dogs so much. But they have so many health issues because they're so big. Yum, yum. Anyway, more to the thing is uh, that wolves get blamed. Uh, Gevardin is in southern France. It's poor. Mostly at a herding society. So, they're of course, they're going to blame wolves because who's... Who, who else is, is out who there? Who is the shepherd's worst enemy? A wolf. a wolf. So, it became a national story. So, by uh, 1767, Jean Castel... Uh, killed a wolf, a very unusual wolf, a red-haired wolf, a large, misshapen wolf. Now, here's the deal. Might not have been when they taxidermied it. Someone might have taken some liberties. Like how we got the jackalope or any of the other frightful creatures of North America, like the alligator that has one leg shorter than the other so they can walk on the side of mountains. Now, uh, most people were sad. Most people were like, eh. But there's a whole number of people like, nah, fuck that. That, that, No. A red-haired wolf did not do this by itself because wolves don't operate by themselves. Um, So they sent this taxidermy creature to the king of of France. The king of France goes, yes. I don't know. And they're like, oh, we. I like how you at first were like, yes, like as if they were British. I'm sorry. If you want me to, if you ever want me to know to do a pompous voice, it's going to be slightly bad British. Like, yeah. Or it might be like, like New Hampshire slash like Newport. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> Turns into Scooby. Rich people are just Scooby. 
Rude, I'm not paying my workers right. <laughs> That's my Scooby snack. Anyway, so most people felt this creature couldn't be a regular wolf. They felt like it had to be supernatural. So, of course, oh, werewolf. So they blamed a werewolf. And so people started carrying silver. And they said a silver bullet was what was shot by Castell to kill this creature. I watched the movie. It was Bone Sword. Um, yeah, no, it was like that bone sword from like Soul Calibur. It was like Ivy's Ivy's first bone. It was Ivy's training sword that Cervantes gave her for the very beginning. You, how did you know that? Cervantes is Ivy's dad. I've known that since Soul Edge. I, I can't remember these things. It makes me worried about my own memory. No, I remember way too much about that game, especially something like 101 centimeters. Oh, my God. Okay, so... Thank you, Namco. Anyway, also, here's the deal. Was it a lo- was it a wolf? Maybe, but here's the deal that most people believe. This is probably the most logical explanation for the Beast of Gevaldon. Is that it was an escaped... Wait, ju- wait. Spoilers. Spoilers. But it's not the movie. Oh, is it not the movie? No, the movie had like some weird... Spoilers. Like, the movie had like some weird Samael creature. No, like, the, the movie had spoilers. Lion. Well, it wasn't just it was a lion. It also had weird quills out of its back. It wasn't a normal lion. Spoilers. 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 Anyway. Anyway, it, there's a good chance it was a juvenile male lion that was left unattended. God damn it. <laughs> There's a good chance that the Beast of Gevardhan was a juvenile male lion that escaped from a sideshow, or actually escaped from a noble's menagerie, and no one knew how to deal with a 800-pound apex predator feline. Because Europe, mostly because they killed them all off, doesn't have a big cat. Why are we saying spoilers anymore? Spoilers. Spoilers. Uh, so, so, uh, no, no, I, I, and this actually loops into another thing that might be fun, because uh, oh. I, I don't want to lose the last of my European notes, um, that there is a good chance that a lot of lore for, like, here's the deal, uh, you can't kill the loop guru. You, like, yeah. you mentioned it, you, the loop guru passes the curse on, but you can't kill a loop yeah. guru. Well, in Rougarou fashion. I'm sorry, Ru, I'm sorry, not loop guru, Rougarou. You can't well, kill the Rougarou necessarily, well, right? Well, it's similar, yeah, because the Rougarou is the Rougarou is a curse, right? I mean, it's kind of like Freddy. You can't kill Freddy. Yeah, I mean, it's not like a the Rougarou is not uh, a a serial killer that haunts your dreams, but he is someone that is like, or they are someone that is around constantly kind of monitoring you and whatever you do when you encounter the Rougarou will influence how you act in the future it it, it kind of seems like whatever you do is how the Rougarou affects you yeah but here's the deal is uh the loop guru and i feel this extends to the Rougarou because you can't kill the Rougarou is the idea of the revenant or a Maybe a ghoul, but really more of a revenant. Like, the Greeks thought with any type of lycanthrope, you can't kill them. Like, you could you could totally, like, all right, I killed it. Two days later. Awoo. And so what you were supposed to do is completely destroy the body. Like, take the head, throw it in a river, burn the body type stuff. But this idea that you can't kill something. Like, even if you did this to the... to And it's some of the myths from Greeks, like, you could do this to it. It will eventually come back it's just gonna take it a minute because you burned its body you threw its head in the ocean you gotta deal with brosidon deciding to fight its head for no reason because he was just freaking mad about not getting to have horses that day poseidon's just sitting there like why'd you throw this fucking head in here it has a brick in the mouth what the fuck are you doing punch (laughs) by the way if anybody has not read greek myths poseidon is ready to throw down at all times that's why i always call him brosidon he's an mma fighter at heart Anyway, like the idea that you can't destroy it leans into what you're saying about the Rougarou because you can pass the curse on, you can keep it away from you, but there's not a way to actually destroy it. There's not a way to get rid of it. That's kind of an interesting because the best the best movie monsters don't die. Like, how many times has Jason Voorhees come back? I don't know. I'm younger than the first movie. I well, hold on. Yeah, I think I am. Right? Didn't no, come no. Out? No, I'm, uh, am I older than Friday the Thirteenth? 
The first movie came no, out no. in 1979, I believe. That's not Friday the 13th. Uh, what, is, what is the first movie called with Jason? Uh, it's Friday the 13th. Uh, okay, I, I for some reason I thought that... No, that was Nightmare on Elm Street for Freddy. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm old. Like, okay, let's be honest. Like, the longest running movie monsters right now... The most people know I'm older than. 1980 is uh... okay. So I am younger than the first, fr- or from the first Jason movie. But in any case, there's not an explanation to a lot of that. In the first, like after, like the second one, there's not an explanation of why he comes back. And that's the best thing about the Rougarou to me hmm. is this is a boogeyman. You can't kill it. You don't know why it's there. Don't mess with it because then you become it. And that's great. That that's terrifying. So, what are your final thoughts on the uh, Rougarou? Uh, I believe in it, so it won't kill me. Yeah, I I believe in it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So it won't kill you. It won't kill me. Th- this is our one defense. <laughs> <laughs> but it, no, I I think it's a great cautionary tale, and uh, that it hits. It hits so many of the right notes to be successful for a boogeyman. Yeah. And the thing is, too, it's it, it fits in with a lot of things that it's something that was a cautionary tale, which is something I enjoy when it comes to these stories, which is like, you don't want to deal with like certain creatures or certain animals because... Right. I mean, they're dangerous. And like, here's the thing. Most dogs are tame today. Like, if you walk through a neighborhood, like today at the the Celtic Festival, I went there. There's a ton of puppers that were well-trained, good puppers. But you still don't just randomly touch them. And you had to see, you saw parents telling them, like, oh, no, 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 you don't know that dog. And the thing is, is, like, even though, like, you could have the best pupper ever, but all of a sudden someone grab walks up and grabs a tail or tries yeah. to touch him in the face... They get bit because what's the dog going to do? Defend itself. And I get that because especially like back in the day when a stray dog or a wild dog was not that uncommon in a town, I guess, or a village. It's a good cautionary tale to make sure that kids don't walk up and like, because here's the deal. Puppy. I I am nearly 40. And the millennial in me still, every time I see a dog, including one snarling at me, is all puppy. Yeah, I had a I had a really nice dog come up to me and like just the other day because I walk on my brakes now. For exercise reasons I walk on my brake. Right. And this dog came up to me and I was like, Don't touch me and half like, Oh my god, I just wanna like sit here and pet the fucking dog. Okay, look, somebody today while I was in line to like at first I thought I was gonna get flying heart, hashtag great beer. But they didn't have any, so I'm in line for beer and all of a sudden this one lady has two huskies, and one of them literally puts its snoot in my pocket. I'm like, I want to pet you. I want to love on you, because you're the size category of dog that I love. But I don't know you. Mm. And so I'm not going to touch you, because that's the logic part of me, but the other part, puppy! Yeah, it, just part of you, like, it's like that kid part of you that really just wants to sit down and pet, like, really big dogs, but... This sort of cautionary tale tells you, despite that, you need to, like, be very cautious of dogs like that because it might not turn out well for you. Right. So, I mean, the big thing with the Ruger is that it hits every keynote of a fairy tale. Yeah. I gotta say this, man. Thank you for bringing this one up. Yeah. No, it has been fun. Uh, I hope. You know, it's been it's been rough trying to to get everything set up. Not necessarily like a bad rough, but you know, well, I mean, we're we're still figuring this out. Yeah, so, I mean, we have just we've just started to figure out how to use a mixer. Oh my god, we we are we're, we're we are babes in the woods. We are babes in the woods trying to figure out things for the first time. But and, uh, anyway, uh, again, dude, thank you. Thank you for bringing this up. This is, uh, I wouldn't have picked this topic. But, like, in the future, hopefully we can go into other things, like the Honey Island Monster. Maybe, mm. uh... So maybe Skunk Ape. Uh, we have some good ideas. We, we do. And, uh, if you're listening to us, uh, on whatever podcatcher you're listening to, uh, somewhere here in the near future, some of the other podcasts we're connected to through Team Bonus Action, a, uh, charity role-playing group we're involved in, uh... 
uh, should be up sometime soon because I am currently working on converting a lot of those into uh, podcast worthy audio. Uh, but you can also find us at uh, Team Bonus Action on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Instagram. Uh, you can also find us at our website, teambonusaction.com. You can also find us on Twitter at bonus underscore team. And you can find us on Blue Sky and Threads, right? Threads? Threads? Uh, where I'm bonus still... Action action. Anyway, uh, thank y'all very much for tuning in and uh, bon oui. Oui.